And welcome back to the Corey Strong Podcast. I am none other than your host, your guide, your guru, your eyes when you aren't looking. I am Corey Strong and I welcome you back here to the show. Um, You guys seem to have enjoyed last week's episode um, immensely, which we were just talking about our extended family, you know, the celebrities if you want them to be in your family. But before we get into today's uh, follow-up on our celebrities, uh, I just want to make sure that you guys are subscribed and that you guys are also rating the podcast. That helps a lot. We don't have a a huge machine behind us. Um, I'm doing this independently with the help of a few others. So when you... Listen, I mean, you don't even have to listen if you don't want to, but rate it. When you rate the podcast, that helps us. So keep rating it. That's all I'll ever ask you to do. And you can send in questions, which we're going to read a question later that we received after last week's episode. But anyway, make sure you do that. Also, I'll be posting uh, follow-up questions on Spotify. I know a lot of you listen on Apple Podcasts, and that's great. But go over to Spotify as well and participate in everything that's going on over there as as well, okay? So anyway, uh, we were talking about the backlash that many celebrities are starting to experience. And I have to tell you, this week is not any different than... The previous weeks, it seems like people are really going crazy in Hollywood. So we did talk about Oprah last week and The Rock Johnson and their attempts at creating a fund uh, for the Maui fires. I don't want to get them confused with the reputable foundation, which is the People's Fund of Maui, which I included last week in the show notes. So if you still are wanting to donate uh, to the victims of the fires, the People of Maui is a great foundation. And once again, you can find that link right there in last week's show notes. But Oprah did make an appearance this week. And it wasn't to apologize or anything like that, which I didn't think she would be apologizing. But to promote a book. She has collaborated with Harvard happiness expert Arthur C. Brooks, who co-authored the book uh, with her, Build the Life You Want, The Art and Science of Getting Happier. So I'm going to read the book because I want to be able to tell you guys if I think it's really good. But that's kind of interesting. Once again, Oprah is telling us what to do. She knows what's best for everybody. She knows what we need to be happier. And I guess we know what she needs to be happier as well. She needs you to donate. So (laughs) as if she doesn't have enough money. She was on CBS this morning promoting her new book. 
And I wanted to watch it because I just wanted to see what her body language was like. I know prior to making the appearances on the morning shows such as Good Morning America and CBS This Morning, she posted or she went live on Instagram. And what I thought was interesting is that she allowed the co-author to do most of the talking and she kind of just kept herself quiet and reserved, which is not like her to not have anything to say. So her opportunity to speak came on CBS this morning. And I just was kind of watching the body language. And near the end of the interview, uh, Nate Burleson asked her about the Maui Foundation. So I thought it was kind of interesting because Gail is her friend and she she didn't interview her. So I kind of feel like this was kind of set up Uh, to look like they were catching Oprah off guard, but we all know Oprah is not going to be caught off guard, so that's not ever going to happen. She would tell you, she's famous for telling people if they're not talking about X, Y, and Z, she's not doing the show. So what would make you think that she would come on CBS this morning and not know that she would be ambushed about a question? Plus, her best friend, her buddy, Gail King is on the show. She would have told her. So that's another reason why I know that it was set up to, once again, try to uh, gaslight us. So he asked her about the foundation. And she, in her Oprah way, just, you know, I just was really, she said she was really sad that and disappointed that no one wanted to participate in giving billionaires money to help Maui. And she doubled down on the whole Dolly Parton thing, which it doesn't make sense to me. Now, I like Dolly Parton, and I know she's been known to donate large sums of her own wealth, but she doesn't do it publicly. She does it, you know, not in secret, but she does it quietly which I think is nice, and I think it's classy to do it that way. She doesn't want to draw attention to what she's doing. But Oprah continuously doubled down after Nate asked her the question, like, you know, I wanted to do exactly what Dolly did. And it's just like, Oprah, you have your own ideas. Can you use them? But this was the idea. This is exactly what she said. This was the idea. This is what we needed to do. So... Yeah, she basically doubled down, and then Oprah went on to say that she was just disappointed with everyone, and then Gail chimed in, yeah, it made me mad. So I guess Gail was mad about it too, which I don't know. She better say that or Oprah's going to probably whoop her ass or something. I don't know. But that was the whole Oprah response. I don't think that we're going to get a clear explanation from her. Um, she's moved on. (laughs) So clearly we need to move on also. So, uh, moving on to Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Uh, those two ding-dongs got (laughs) some backlash of their own for trying to defend Danny Masterson. For those of you that don't know, Danny Masterson is facing 30 years in jail for raping two women. So, His buddies decided they would write a letter. I won't go all the way into detail. Just go back and listen to last week's episode. And it didn't work. So it was reported by CBS News that Ashton Kutcher 
resigns from anti-child trafficking nonprofit organization following his Danny Masterson character letter. CBS reports that, that the actor has stepped down from the board chair position. Um, he did this in wake of the criticism that he received over that silly letter of support that he <laughs> penned on behalf of his former That 70s Show co-star, Danny Masterson. So this all following Masterson's criminal conviction for the rape of two women. So Ashton said something interesting in his letter. He stated that I cannot allow my error and judgment to distract from our efforts and the children we serve, which I think that's a smart move because clearly you made a really dumb choice by trying to support a rapist and it's not going to make anyone feel safe. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to supporting him and we need a we need a clear gauge as to what it is that he is actually thinking, what's on his mind uh, when he decided to write that letter, because it really didn't help anything, really. And it's not to say that if our friends or family member find themselves in a bad uh, position, uh, we would probably want to write them a letter as well. But you just have to keep in mind that when you are in the public eye and when people are looking up to you, as some people often do with celebrity, that you have to be very conscious about the choices that you make because they can come back to get you, just like it seems to have come back to get Ashton. So just be careful and keep that in mind as to what it is that you actually want to do and what you actually want to say. Uh, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being in the public eye, there is a lot of responsibility that comes also in your day-to-day -day personal lives. It's all about integrity. Which way, what are you going to choose? Is it going to be right? Are you going to go with the side of right? Or are you going to go with protecting your friend? And I just think that the whole psychology behind protecting someone who's clearly guilty is very unhealthy. And it is reckless, and it is just a very dangerous behavior to have. So that's all I can say about Mr. Kutcher. Um, looking at unions, typically when you think of a union, you think of initially factories maybe or some type of high production warehouse. Uh, if you live in the Midwest or, as I say, over in the factory belt, <laughs> like I do, like Michigan is big on factories. The big three is known around here. If you don't know the big three, that is Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors. Um, so places like that have unions. For those of you that don't know or may be questioning what a union is, um, a union is basically just an organization that is formed by workers who join together and use their strength to have a voice in the workplace. So, uh, like I said, places like factories or even in Hollywood. Hollywood has what you call SAG-AFTRA. And basically, SAG, for short, is the 
actors union, the entertainers union. And we all know that they're on strike right now. And basically the union is responsible for um, representing the worker and giving them the ability to negotiate their positions and to give them their strengths where they may need to discuss wages or benefits or workplace health and safety and see all of these things go on set. So that's what folks, the actors are striking for right now. They want better wages. They want better benefits. Okay, we all get that. And it's important that they do have it. What's going on now is that Drew Barrymore announced a while ago that she would continue with her production for the fall. Which, when I heard that announcement, I thought it was kind of odd seeing that she um, was an actress. I don't know if she's done any movies since E.T., but maybe that's why she's a little out of touch. So when I heard the announcement initially that she was moving forward with her talk show for the fall, it was like, I don't know. I I, I was kind of, I won't say I was concerned because I don't really watch her show, but I was, I found it to be interesting because she's pretty popular in Hollywood. And like I said, she has been an actress before. So... By her showing blatant non-support of SAG-AFTRA, which, guys, the actors, they're still fighting right now. They're still out there. Projects are on pause because they want to be paid. They want their rights. So I found it to be very interesting, rather interesting, that she would go on to uh, move forward with her show. So this didn't come without repercussion, though. Because she has been bombarded and questioned for continuing to go with her show. She also stated in The Hollywood Reporter that she was defending the fact that her show should return. And she compared <laughs> her show returning to that of the whole pandemic in 2020. Which I don't clearly get the correlation. I mean... I guess what she was trying to say is that if the show was recorded during the pandemic, why couldn't it be recorded during the strike? I don't know. I don't get that. So I just think that was pretty a pretty dumb reason. But anyway, her fellow actors uh, started to really lash out at her. Uh, one in particular, Alyssa Milano, um, who's been around Hollywood uh, for a long time. And she just simply tweeted... Not a great move, Drew. Not a great move. So it's been sarcastic remarks left as well. This is one that I read um, that was left by, I won't even say the person's name, but anyway, it just says, Drew Barrymore would like you to know that undermining union solidarity at the most crucial moment in Hollywood labor history makes her the victim. This has been like a super tough week for her. So then another person tweeted, this is so lame. Just say you're a scab. We don't need all the throat clearing. <laughs> oh God. So this follows Drew coming right back to social media to post an apology. That's what I call the infamous celebrity apology. They don't think, then they have to turn around and do these super awkward apologies. If they had just made the correct decision in the beginning... You wouldn't have all those stupid apologies. So following all the backlash, 
about her trying to run her show again. Drew stated, I believe there's nothing I can do or say in this moment to make it okay. And no, you can't, girl. You cannot make it okay. It's like, what, what, what are people thinking when they do things? And I'm not just talking about celebrities. You know, on this show, we do talk about behavior. And what is this behavior that celebrities have and people in general have that make them think, that make them not think before they speak or before they do something? It's like, are you that far out of touch with yourself to make such a poor choice? And then you turn around and have to issue this half-assed apology that really just, it doesn't even hold water. So following the celebrity backlash episode, uh, we received some questions uh, from you guys and one that we chose here is from our particular listen, kstrong at yahoo.com. And it simply says, hello, Corey. I enjoy your show. I am not the type of person that normally comments on platforms, but you seem like the type to respond. I had a question regarding celebrities. Do you feel that celebrities use their celebrity power to try to control different matters or situations that they may feel that they have a say-so in? Example, Ashton and his wife writing letters to the judge regarding their former co-star's criminal matter. Hopefully you can use this question. Continue doing what you are doing and wishing you much success. Thank you, Kay Strong, for that. But, yes, I do believe that celebrities think that they can control situations. And the only reason why they think they can control it is because at some point they can. And they have controlled things. But like I said last week, we're entering a very strange season in the world. And I don't know if it's just because people are sick of celebrities, maybe. Or they're just tired of being bullied and tired of being harassed by everybody, politicians included. That a lot of these things that used to work for celebrities just aren't working anymore. So there was a time where you were exempt from real life or any real life consequences because of your name, because of your money. And it just doesn't seem, even with Donald Trump, like who would think, I never thought that Donald Trump would be convicted of anything or, you know what I'm saying, or even be subjected to being questioned about anything. But we see with him, he's not exempt. They're treating him like a normal person who has done a crime. So, yes, K-Strong, I think that celebrities do think that, but I think that they also need to start thinking again because clearly the tides are changing and what once was may not be anymore. So I just think that you should try to live your life with integrity, whether you're a celebrity or not. Then you don't have to worry about going back trying to fix things, okay? So, guys, what we're learning, and I myself, I normally don't talk about celebrities, but what I'm learning is that these people are people, as I always say. And we just have to remember not to idolize people, whether they're celebrities or just even the average person that you run into. Because remember that with the good also comes the bad. 
Uh, we know that ourselves by dealing with our own self-care. And when you idolize forces blindly or worship them, you may in fact be just worshiping or putting up on a pedestal a very imperfect person. And they can turn around and disappoint you. So it's okay to look at people and to admire them, but just don't get pulled into just being caught up with what you think this person is or what they will be because you'll be disappointed in what they actually are. So anyway, guys, I hope that you guys are informed about our celebrities and we're going to take a break from talking about them because like I said, they really, I don't know, they're doing the most right now over in Hollywood. So guys, be sure to join you back here next week because we're going to be talking about obsessions and compulsive behaviors. Um, I'm going to share some very interesting story, a very interesting story about a lady that we know here on the show. No, we don't know her, but I'm going to share some interesting stories and uh, situations where compulsive behavior has come into play and how it can destroy your life. So we don't want to be compulsive. So make sure you come back here next week. And we're going to talk about that. It'll be more of our traditional chitty chat, 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 chit. So going out there, seize the week. Have a great week ahead. And I'll be right back here next week to talk to you. Love you all. Bye-bye.